Hey everybody, uh, welcome to an all new episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael, and I'm joined as always by George Pacheco, my co-host. George, buddy. Hey. Um, I had a dream about you last night. Let's don't make it that. weird, don't make it weird. Let's start with that. What, uh, what was the dream about? I don't remember the specifics, I just remember uh, it was like a, like a, a chase scene and you were the pilot. And we were like above a road in like a biplane or some shit. I don't remember exactly. Oh, that's actually really cool. It's it was it was story. cool as fuck. It was like, yeah, yeah. there was hijinks, probably dinosaurs. Uh, I vaguely remember dinosaurs. Probably dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, not much to say about that. Just thought I'd bring it up. Anyway, uh, the president has COVID. President yeah, Trump has that's, COVID. Um, that's like brand new news. Yeah, like, I read that last night. It, it won't be by Monday when we post this, but I've oh. never wanted uh, a soundboard more than for this. What would you? <laughs> I don't know, but I just want the options to like maybe put air horns or a do 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 do. Uh, maybe a bum 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 something like that. I don't yeah, know. I'm already see- I already saw that meme where it was um. Uh, people making fun of him. Uh-huh. He was like, "Oh, Joe Biden's wearing the biggest mask I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about Joe Biden now because no, uh, he just tested negative. Right, but it, it's pretty immediate. Like he he still has to test himself for a good week before he's in the clear. I would say, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'll take this news face value. Mm-hmm. Um, he was wearing a mask. No, he wasn't wearing a mask. But they're pretty far away. Yeah. On stage. And they didn't shake hands, which everybody's very thankful for now. Yeah. Um, I was seeing like I was seeing crazy shit last night, like when this was hot news. Mm-hmm. That I was like, if they both die, like, does Joe Jorgensen like just become fucking president? Like, what goes on? I have to say, it was funny. Um, the, 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 the kind of cadence of the reaction. How people last night when when I first found out about it were like, like ding dong, the witch is dead. You know, kind of thing. Everyone was yeah, super hyped, people, and then there was just vibing. this moment where I guess someone on the internet went, "What if? What if he gave it to Joe?" Yeah, and then everyone was like, "Fuck! What if he gave it to Joe Biden?" And then like, there was a wave of things that. Got, yeah, things got like really dark for a moment. People yeah. Like, oh Christ. But like, uh, you know, I, little I, known loophole, George. If uh, if neither Joe Biden nor Trump can be president, it immediately goes to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> It was her turn. Yeah. You remember, you remember that when, like, uh, Hillary Clinton first lost the election? There was, like, so many people that were like, well, if you do this loophole, you know who becomes president? Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah, I was seeing that <laughs> shit. I was seeing a lot of stuff. It's kind of like the, the Bernie stuff that was going around at the time. It was like, oh, if Bernie wins these states that have, like, aren't even a competition, but if he wins these states in this order, then, like, you know, he can still become president. Yeah. People were like, what, what the fuck kind of, like, hit logic are you on right now, dude? He's not... I knew. Yeah. I, I let myself hope, but I knew he wasn't going to be president. I think, genuinely, uh, Bernie could have made it this time if it weren't for COVID. If, yeah. If he could go out there and campaign. Uh, but then I also think about, like, that fucking uh, disaster of a debate we just had. I don't know if you saw any of it. But, like, I was just like... I saw the whole thing, dude. I was there. Dude, I, I don't was... think... As, as much as I love my boy Bernie, like... What was he? What would he do in that situation? You know, he wouldn't look much better than than Biden did. Yeah, a lot of people seeing Bernie would have like like uh, destroyed him. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, Bernie would have destroyed Trump during that debate. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think, don't think um, so at all. I think Trump's like uh, great talent in debates is either bringing you down to his level, 
or making you look stupid by like making you seem stupid and powerless yeah by uh talking circles around you yeah um it just seemed like you could put anyone in that situation and it, it's like uh it's like going into like um a conversation with someone that like talk i don't know I'm, I'm literally making the analogy of what it was which is someone talking over you but like um yeah i don't i don't i don't think any you can put the smartest person in that debate and as long as trump's mic is gonna cut, look like an he's idiot gonna... yeah it's gonna look like an idiot because that's like trump's specialty it's it's making smart people look like idiots i hear that they're they're thinking about uh changing up the rules for the yeah debates. cutting mics who which by the way who knows if this is the last debate you know, because I'm hearing that uh, he this is a conspiracy theory, but like take this like this is going to age really badly, mm-hmm. especially if the dude fucking dies. Um, but I'm hearing it was like he he did this so that he wouldn't have to debate anymore. I, re- I heard that I, I heard a th- conspiracy theory that he he announced this so that he could uh, just wait it out. And then when he came back, be like, yeah, hydro, whatever, whatever the fuck he was touting, like hydro clocks, yeah, hydro clocks, some shit like that. Yeah, he was like, oh, it worked or like. See, I caught it and I didn't die, and I'm at risk. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking about speaking of conspiracy theories. Uh, I hate to get too political, but it's like a really political week. Let's just fucking do it. Um, you know, I don't. I, I don't even want to say call them by name, but the you know the fucking fringe people that are out there right now, uh, mm. who are like subscribing to like the weirdest, darkest conspiracy theories. Um, it's weird that people that are so attracted to conspiracy theories are so not willing to believe actual horrific things that are presented to them at face value. Like, people who believe in these conspiracy theories generally don't believe in COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking juicy. That's a a worldwide global pandemic that started in China and, like, you'd think they'd eat that up, but they don't really. Yeah, they, it it's insane. Like, um, they get so many things right. Um, like, there definitely is something fishy about traffic child like tra- uh, child trafficking going on uh-huh. in in like rich circles, as we saw in Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. But the the weird thing is that like both sides started blaming each other. They were like, oh, the other side's like uh, child predators, and I was like, no, it's the Republicans that are child predators. And they're like, there's there's child predators out there. There's wealthy like yeah. uh, it it doesn't matter which side it is. But they exist. Like. I, if you if you're really concerned about child predators, like like the whole, you remember the PizzaGate thing? Yeah, that was that started because apparently in one of Hillary Clinton's leaked emails or like the DNC's leaked emails, someone mentioned like a a map of pizzerias or some shit like that, and it's like uh you're following the wrong lead, you know? Because if it's like if, if Jeffrey Epstein had a fucking private island. Uh, yeah, like why 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 would why would the Clintons go like uh abduct kids in the basement of a pizzeria? Why like the only reason they would do it at a pizzeria is to conform to the logic of this thing that you've already started like spinning. Yeah, you, they could easily just, you know, take them to an island. Yeah, they could do whatever they wanted that's not a pizzeria. It it was some of the craziest stuff and um now with the Q Anon or Canon or what the fuck they call QAnon. That's the what I, I didn't Q-Anon. want to call him by name because I didn't want to give him the, the clout. But yeah, whatever. QAnon. Oh, it started raining. Too. It's really nice rain going on. It's really um, bright over here in Brooklyn. That's crazy. It well, we are like thousands of miles. Yeah, I, I said that, and then I was like, he's not in Queens. He's in Buffalo. Yeah. But uh, continue. Um, 
Yeah, like not to give them any like um free press, but like they it's definitely some of the crazy shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And uh it's all sorts of levels of ridiculous and like everybody can agree that it's pretty bananas, yet mm-hmm. those people still have uh, a considerable hold on like um politics. Yeah. Uh they have police unions, they have It's fucking insane. Politicians yeah. believing this stuff. And you, the crazy thing to me is that, like, this is a conspiracy that the government is doing bad things. The current government is the government they voted in. Yeah. This isn't my government that I, like, almost the whole thing except uh, AOC. I lost every election I voted in so far. Mm-hmm. Um, at least, like, on, on a federal level. This isn't my government. This is your government. And you're saying they're, like, it's kind of like when people go, like, this is Joe Biden's America during yeah. the protests. It's like he's not even he's not president. president. <laughs> he holds no office and no say. It's so no fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's horrible, but it's so funny that they just like pretending they're not in power. Um, yeah, you're going like, oh, I saw. Like, sorry, uh, you go ahead. No, 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 no it was gonna be a dumb joke. Um, I saw on Twitter. Uh, this is just an anecdote. I can't remember who it was, but they had a blue check. I think it was like someone, like a like a a, a big Republican figure. Uh, that tweeted something like, who's pulling George Soros's strings? And I was like, wait, how far, how far back do you, like, I don't understand yeah. where the, where the, the end the goal is for you. Yeah. It's like, how far back do you want to go? Is it like, <laughs> um, it's like fucking like, you, they're really going full lizard people if they were like, uh, I mean, yeah, like what are, do they think there's like some sort of like species that like is in charge of, do they think this like, is just an infinite conspiracy? It just like it goes back no matter how how far you go. I remember seeing a really convincing video essay about this topic that mm-hmm. um it's more horrifying to think that there is no grand plan. That there like there really is no like lizard people that are like planning our demise. Uh, everything bad that happens is our own fault and everything good that happens is like uh oh, dude, if we lived in like a fucking John Carpenter they live type thing, that would be so easy. Yeah. There's an that would be pattern. awesome. It would be Did so you think easy. About, uh, like during World War II, how easy it was to be a good person. Yeah. To hate the enemy that we're at war with because they were bad and horrible. It and was sick. like the most straightforward like war in, yeah. in, in the history of the planet. And we we don't get to have that anymore. Like uh, we haven't had a war like that since that war. Yeah. We haven't had a conflict like it's always now. It's like we're like in these abstract concepts of like that's the battle we're in right now. Like in these abstract concepts, uh-huh. like right now there's no enemy. We're not at war. Like the war on terror ended on a gigantic failure, but it ended. Uh-huh. Um, now our biggest enemy is kind of just like diplomatic things where we can't really declare war on anybody. Like how do you declare war on countrymen? How do you like? You know, absolve like uh, yourself of like your own country. Mm-hmm. These are like your neighbors. These are people that like you know. You know, when when people like alarmists like to you know tout that there's like a race war coming type thing. Whenever I hear something like that, all I can think of is like all these people, both both of color and not, just being like, I don't want to do that. And then just like I feel like, like how would you even orchestrate a race war? No one would want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not gonna like. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be in a race war. That sounds fucking big. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's just the like 
with with the North and South Civil War thing, you can kind of get it. I guess a better comparison than a race war would be like people who are like the left is going to go to the war with the right or something like that. Uh-huh. It's like so. What happens? Does every every other neighbor just like? Uh, I guess I should. You you keep this neighborhood. I'll go somewhere else. So we're not just like all in the like. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, I don't like. We're like intermingled. I don't get that. Like would like would I be scared of being around a white dude? Would he be scared of being around me? Like how about interracial couples? Like do you just turn on each other? Like it doesn't. Yeah. It what, about us? Yeah. what about us? Yeah. What about us? What about us, Mike? <laughs> it's just like uh, there's a race war starts and I text you like I guess this is goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, let's move away from that. That's dumb shit. Uh. Well, I had something else. Oh. Uh, well, let's let's do the movie thing. We already start with that. Uh, I'm so sick of movies right now, but let's just do it. Uh, what did you watch? Did you watch anything? I, I watched anything. You know, I watch anything. I'm just gonna. I just want to say that, like, I I wrote something down in my notes this week that wasn't actually a note for the show. It's just like I wrote it down. Like I I thought of something funny and then I wrote it down and I guess I wrote it down in the episode notes. So my first note here before the movies or anything is. Hit me with your best shot, parentheses, big cock. Because uh, I, I came up with a, a parody of, you know, hit me with your best shot, but it's hit me with your big cock. Um, and I guess I wrote that down in the episode down? notes because I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> and I didn't want to forget. I forgot it like three times. You but then what? it came back to me. I was like, I got to write it down. A lot of this stuff is, is gold. It's just that um, <laughs> you're not the one that should be performing it. You think you get, so? You get what I mean? Yeah, you think the you think the Simpsons would be funny if like uh, the writers of the Simpsons were once performing it? I guess. No, there's no. I guess I know what you mean. Is what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you like, mean. Your job as a writer is to write funny things <laughs> for funny people to say. Yeah, well, I don't know where I would ever put "Hit me with your big cock," so I just <laughs> I wasn't I feel even. Like sh- that's more. That's like funnier than anything SNL's come up with in the last year. Hit me like, with. Yeah. yeah. I used to, me and Adam, former co-host Adam Ali, we used to have a, an ongoing bit where we would just replace uh, lyrics for songs to make them about milk. That's a fun writing activity. Just make any song about milk. Uh, you know, you know, quarter after one, like, I need you now. I don't know how much I can sing on, on this show without getting copyright striked or whatever, but um, basically the art... Our version, I'll give you a little taste, was it's a quarter after one, my mouth's a little dry, and I need some milk. That was, like, the basis of it, and that was where that, that game... So if you're at home and you want to do something to pass the time in this lockdown, you know, uh, just pick a song and try to make it about milk. It's fun. Um, anyway, that was a... <laughs> that was fascinating. I, like, um, I did as... Like, I just let you talk. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's go back to the movie thing. I watched a fucking yeah. wild movie, George. So let me run. Let me run this. Let me run you through this scenario. I have been watching. I am so sick of the movies I have to watch for school. Uh, yesterday, I was supposed to watch this like tragic movie, this old German movie, and it was so sad and sad in ways that I felt like it, like it, that it felt real to me. I won't go into it because it's just it, describing why I related to this movie would make you even sadder. But. I just I turned it off. I couldn't fucking do it. What movie was this? I'm not telling you. <laughs> just because I, no, because if I tell you, you're just gonna be like, you're gonna laugh at me. Okay. Tell so, me. I promise I won't. Laugh. All right. So there's this movie called The Blue Angel. It's an old German movie about uh-huh. this uh, 
this old professor all his students are going to watch this burlesque show after class and he's like this, this burlesque show is like disturbed is like you know i don't even want to talk about it. it's making me so upset <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to get through it as fast as possible and then move on but the guy uh, goes to the burlesque show to try to get his st- students to stop going falls in love with a dancer they get married and then he loses all his money um, and he becomes a clown at the burlesque show and she just starts treating him horribly and then they go back to his hometown to perform and everyone laughs at him and he sees her kissing this other guy so he tries to strangle her and then it just ends with him dying like Christ. on his old teacher's desk I couldn't fucking I couldn't watch like it got to the part where he's like putting on the clown makeup and I just couldn't do it. It's like German version of Joker. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but it was dude, it was so upsetting. I couldn't believe it. It was like I've watched upsetting movies, but somehow like the way that movie was upsetting because they were like there's a good minute of the movie where the two of them are like so happy together. And then she just starts treating him like garbage. Eastern was, European like uh at least European like surrealist films after the Cold War or even during the Cold War. Some this was pre World War Two, by the way. Oh, that's that just straight up surrealist. Yeah, no, it was, it was horrible. Um, Burlesque anyway. shows in Germany pre World War Two is some of the most fascinating like settings. I will say it's so funny what they thought was hot. Like yeah, some of right. it, I get like the like the hairstyles and like the makeup, but like, like the outfits, I'm like, come on. That's the she stupidest like thing I've ever seen. There. Yeah, she just looks like she's wearing like like a a pillowcase. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm so sick of these fucking movies. I'm gonna watch something that I want to watch that my school is not gonna assign me. So I went through my DVDs and I found this triple feature of Bruce Campbell movies. Uh, I know what you're talking about. You sent me a photo, right? Did I? Oh, no, I put it on Instagram. You probably saw it there. Okay, yeah. So there was a. I I, I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie. My name is Bruce, and. Because it sounded cool to me. The idea of the movie is that it's Bruce Campbell playing Bruce Campbell in a horror movie. Like, it's the actor Bruce Campbell. Um, anyway, uh, this movie is fucking wild. Let me walk you through this movie because it is... So, the movie starts, right? Um, these two uh, high school kids in a car. And uh, one of them's driving, the other one's like next to him, and they're they're going to get laid, presumably, because they're talking about like having sex with girls and shit. And one of them goes like, they're they're talking about getting laid, and then one of them hands the other one a beer, like the lightest fucking beer of it. Like it's clearly not like a, a hard shit. And he gives it to the guy. He's like, "Come on, man, you gotta drink." And the guy drinks it, and like, like I I don't hold alcohol well, but this guy looked like so ridiculous, like spitting out the beard, like going like. Ugh! It was anyway. That's not the point. Uh, the next thing is he he looks to the guy's seat in the back and he sees all these horror DVDs and they're all Bruce Campbell movies. And he's like, "What did I tell you about this shit, man? This monster shit. Girls don't like this monster shit, man. And Bruce, this Bruce Campbell is garbage." And the guy fucking stops the car right, like full screech. And the guy's like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Get out of the car." And he's like, "What was wrong?" And he's like, "Bruce Campbell is the best actor." Who's ever, this is a Bruce Campbell directed film by the way and he's like Bruce Campbell is the best actor who ever graced the screen I, I'm not having this conversation you're getting out of my car he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry man um, they, they keep driving they meet up with these two girls at a graveyard um, as you do yeah, yeah. 
because the girls are apparently into monster shit too. And but meanwhile, this guy was just like, "You can't watch this monster shit, man. Girls don't like it." But like, they want to go to a graveyard to hook up. Um, so they're at the graveyard, and um, <laughs> the guy, the kid starts trying to flirt with this girl with quotes from Bruce Campbell movies. Uh-huh. And he, so he, he, so they're just walking. They're not even talking about anything. He just goes, "Give me some sugar, baby." And she's like, "What?" <laughs> Uh, and he, did it work? It doesn't. He like goes over to her and she spits on him. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they he splits up with the girl because she's like not gonna fuck him. Um, she's just going to like. Uh, they they also this this fucking the set design for this cemetery that this graveyard is like like yeah these are ancient graves they were here long before like colonists and everything I'm like they're made out of wood. How did, how there's, no would, way they there's no way they lasted that long. What are you talking about? Um, oh, I missed something. The beginning of the movie is um, like a fucking country song. These two guys playing a country song. They're singing about how the Chinese in this town built the railroads. And then there was an accident in the mines because I guess they worked there too. And they all got locked in the mines and died. So this is a Chinese graveyard. Um... And uh, so the kid is by himself now, and he's like, nothing to get pussy. And he, uh, he finds this, like, gold coin on a door, and he pulls it off and summons this demon god named Guanji, who is apparently the, the Chinese god of both war and bean curd, which comes up later. But I'm... Uh, go on Google Images right now, George, and look up... Um, look up... Bean curd? No, my name is Bruce. Uh, let me see what would make it come up. My name is Bruce Guanji. So G U I G U A N space D I. Oh Christ! Yeah, that's bad. It's so bad, dude. This movie is so offensive. And if if you um, so go down to the second row, the first image on the left. That is a white man. That is... That is a white dude. You know who that is? That's Sam Raimi's brother. (laughs) Ted Raimi. uh, Playing a Chinese guy, warning them about this god of uh, war. Doing the full English thing, you know, with like, there's no L's, it's all R's. Yeah. Dude, I don't... (laughs) I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) This movie was... I was like, I was expecting it to be corny, but not this horrifically racist. It gets it goes like hard, man, with the with the racial stuff. Um, were you saying say something? Uh, it reminds me of um, you ever see Kubla Khan? No. It's a uh, like a one of those historical epics that were like made in uh, like the fifties, no seventies, when America was really into like these historical epics. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole thing is about like uh. Uh, Kubla Khan, right? Is it called Xanadu? I'm not sure. That's the only thing that comes up. Genghis Khan, maybe? Yeah, Genghis Khan. Um, and he it's played by a white dude. Is it is it Charlton Heston? I think so. Because I've heard of I'm not Charlton. I don't know. They they painted him like slightly orange, and that's everything. That's like the whole thing. I I think I know who you're talking about. Or is it who's the actor that plays Genghis Khan? Uh. 
Khan movie, white guy. John Wayne. John Wayne John plays Wayne. Genghis Khan. Yeah. He still talks like John Wayne. It's like clearly, it's clearly like America's cowboy. It's fucking, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, even that I would say is less offensive than this movie. Um, but anyway, that aside, there, there's still so much to dig into in this movie. So we get to, we finally were introduced to Bruce Campbell, right? Yeah. And he's shooting this movie and he's apparently like, even for him, he's like, this movie is too shitty. So he stops filming and he goes to his chair and he's like hitting on his co-star and she's not having any of it. And then he goes to this guy, this, this like fat guy that's working on set and he goes, hey, where's my lemon water? And he goes, we're out of lemon water. And he's like, then go get some. So the guy goes to the trash, takes out an empty lemon water bottle and then pisses in it. And then As gives it, yeah, and he gives it to Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell drinks it and then goes, hey, and says, this is warm. <laughs> Don't let that happen again. And then keeps drinking it. And so anyway, he gets off the movie set. I'm, there's so much to talk about with this movie because I was just baffled it's the whole time. It's a triple feature, you said? It was a triple feature, yeah. I didn't watch the other two. I was like, I, I, I can see the writing on the wall. I thought I, could, I would be a huge Bruce Campbell fan outside of Evil Dead. And I'm like, nope, Evil Dead is where I'm going to stick. Uh, so anyway, he leaves the set. He's signing all these guys, uh, like, uh, portraits of him. They're like, give us signatures and shit. And then he, like, hands them all deodorant. And he's like, you guys smell disgusting. Get out of my face. Um, and this guy in a wheelchair wheels up to him. And he asks for an autograph. And he signs it. He goes, you spelled my name wrong. And then he fixes it. And then he bothers him for something else. And he, like, he goes, um... Oh God, what the, what's the name of that show where the theme song is like rolling, rolling, rolling? You know what I'm talking about? No, I've no. Anyway, it's this old Western show. He's like, you ever seen this show? Uh, and the guy's like, uh, yeah. He's like, well, then you know, you got to keep those doggies rolling. And then he pushes the guy's wheelchair. The guy <laughs> flings back screaming and you hear him get hit by a car. Is it bad that I like mean humor like that? I mean, I look. It's funny, but it's like this movie is just too much. There's too much of it. I I can't even go through everything this movie does because it would be the whole podcast, and I don't want to do this for a whole episode. But um, basically, the plot of the movie is that this this kid tells his town like like this, the whole town is fucked because this this Chinese god is gonna kill everyone, and he's like, I got an idea. We gotta kidnap Bruce Campbell, and he'll save us because he thinks Bruce Campbell is like just as heroic as he is in the movies. So they kidnap Bruce Campbell. Um. And Bruce Campbell agrees because he thinks he's in a movie. Like, he thinks this is, like, a birthday gift or something. I don't remember exactly how it worked. But um, the the only other thing, because I don't want to go through this whole movie that I want to note, is that there's this one scene where they're in a, they're in a courthouse um, or, like, a town hall, and they're explaining the legend of Guanji or whatever to show Bruce Campbell what he's up against. And there's these two older guys in the audience, and both of them, one of them was from Evil Dead 2, was the actor from Evil Dead 2, and the other one is the um, fucking uh, blacksmith from Army of Darkness. Uh, so the two of them are like, man, why did we get Bruce Campbell here? And the one was like, we should have gotten so-and-so from Evil Dead 2. And he's like, or so-and-so from Army of Darkness. And you think that's the joke? Uh -huh. But then the camera pans down, and one of them grabs the other one's leg. And then it goes back up to their faces and he goes, I wish I could quit you. <laughs> and it's like, what? 
How many? You can't like pick a lane. Either the joke is that it's the same guys, or like why did you just make them like not just gay but explicitly like uh, into each other? No, what's the movie with that line? Uh, Brokeback Mountain gay. Brokeback Mountain gay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a subsection of gay. Yeah, it was very jarring. That was the one I really wanted to get to. Was, oh, and also. It was funny that like every time, because he was the god of bean curd, every time they were trying to get away with him, they'd throw bean curd at him and he would have to bow at it. <laughs> That's so fucked, dude. It that was, was actually so, fucked. It's horrible. Um, I, I was so upset that it was like the one time I was like, I'm watching my own movie. Fuck what film school tells me to watch. And it was that movie. Um, yeah, I, I watched better movies this week, too. I watched uh, Do the Right Thing. That was for school. Uh, I don't have a lot oh, to say about that, that's... though. It was a good movie. Um... She just watch movies. That's that's and like obviously some other like maybe writing work. Yeah, I, I do writing, but I, I I do so much movie watching, dude. It's exhausting. Uh, and I I don't I couldn't I I it sounds if if you're hearing that and going like oh fuck you you're just watching movies that's exactly what I thought but it's like I I can't watch this many movies. Um, and then I also had to rewatch Psycho. Uh, for school which is one of the first movies I talked about on this podcast this is before you were even on the show uh-huh. um, the one thing that I don't know that I said in that episode because we made fun of I love Psycho but we made some like we point, made some jokes about it in the first one the other thing I would say if I haven't said it already is that the creepiest thing about Norman Bates is not the murders or the dressing up as his mom it's the fact that his dinner is uh, sandwiches and milk He's supposed to have this aura of, like, boyishness. Yeah, but that is so creepy. You know, I I saw a whole, like, video essay about milk. Milk? (laughs) About what what bad guys eat and Uh what it says about them. Like, if if you, like, you'll have always a villain if he's smart eating an apple. Mm Mm-hmm. You'll always have, like, the creepy guy, like, drinking milk. You've seen Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. He drank milk in that one, right? Yeah, he drinks did, milk in like the beginning scene. Did you watch season one of Westworld? Yeah, I did. And the I fucking first it. episode where the guy's got like milk, he's like pouring it all over the place and it's getting all over him. That was the grossest shit I've ever seen in my life. That was the grossest shit you've ever seen. I I don't like milk, dude. I don't like milk what? in that context. Like people okay. just tr- recreationally drinking it. Yeah, I don't think that's like that's not. That's, I don't fuck with milk that way. <laughs> I got so much to say. Like I'm so passionate about milk. Do you like milk? I love milk, dude. I would you drink it recreationally? What the fuck? Oh, what, like, what do you drink it for? A day job? No, like with a cookie. Oh yeah, yeah. I snack. That's the only time I'll ever drink milk is with a cookie. <laughs> drink milk, please. That's good for you. you it's not it. good for you. It's good for you. No, they say that. I don't think it's true. What the fuck? Liberal propaganda about no, I, I I'm pretty sure that's something that's like heavily disputed now with the rise of veganism and stuff. People are like you don't need cow milk. I mean, yeah, you could just take a vitamin pill. I don't know. I'm that's not... for everything. You just have you just take a bunch of vitamins. That's a very old-fashioned notion that, that you got to drink milk and it'll make your bones better. I think. Um, I don't know, it sounds like somebody with weak bones, Mike. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Um, we're going a little off script now because uh, I ran out of notes. Well, I mean, I have one more. Um, but I feel like enough's happened this week that we'll just find something to talk about. Um, you uh, hear about Smash Bros? You've been following... You... Oh, they added Steve from Steve Minecraft. Steve from right? Minecraft. 
Everything I've learned about Smash Bros. has been against my will. I, you know what, that adds up for you. Um, but that's the funniest shit ever, is that they're adding Steve from Minecraft. Um, uh, it broke Twitter, did you hear that? I don't believe in, I don't believe in breaking a website. No, like, it stopped working after the announcement. Did it really? Yeah. I, I, I saw that on, uh... But I was like, I doubt a bunch of fucking nerds. Like, the president tweets on that. I know. It sounds ridiculous, but, like, that, it was weird. Like, it happened right when that came out. I I did YouTube, too, would, like, stopped working for a few, uh, like, like, a few of the things on YouTube weren't working. That sounds more like a server, because what the fuck does YouTube have to do with that? Because it was, they were streaming the reveal on YouTube. It was a live stream. I don't know. I don't know, but it broke, like, uh, everything wants to be the thing that broke Twitter, you know? I think mm -hmm. maybe a lot of websites are in the Amazon suite package of, like, servers. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, most servers you ever go on are on Amazon. Like okay. Amazon owned. Uh, it's, it sounds more likely that Amazon just went down at that moment. Mm. Because, like, uh, the president just got COVID. You, you don't think that would have broken the news more than, like, uh, fucking... Video game characters appearing in other video games. I guess, but it wasn't. It wasn't the same time. I feel like nerds give themselves too much credit, and I'm a nerd, and I I feel like we're always like like when when G oh, GTA when Game of Thrones came out mm -hmm. and it was bad. I felt like that was the most important thing, but like uh, really nobody cares. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure people care. Like this is something people care about. I mean, I'm just being bitter, but like I I don't know if it broke Twitter. <laughs> Well, Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time. It's possible. That That's way. true. Yeah, it is the most important video game to have ever like come out. Mm -hmm. That's weird to say about. Yeah. Like Minecraft. Cause I don't. I I feel like I don't respect Minecraft. You know. Do you play it? I do, but when I'm sad. What the fuck? I play Minecraft when I'm sad because it doesn't require like like it allows me to just block everything. It's like a. Like, I feel numb when I play Minecraft, you know? I'm just pressing buttons and not thinking. So it's, like, really good... Like, it's it's a really good depression... We've talked about this on the show. Have we? Yes. That I only play Minecraft when I'm depressed, and it's also my most played game on my Switch. Christ. Yeah. But it sounds it, like one of those sad short stories. It is, kind of. But, um... Yeah, it's just, like... Because, you know, like, you just start chopping trees and shit, and you're just, like, turn your mind off. Because part of what, like, a, a key part of like being depressed is lethargy. We don't have to make this as sad as it is. We, I was trying to put go at a comedic angle, but, um, uh, you know. Uh, but that, I don't respect Minecraft in that sense. I just, like, I, I don't have fun with it. Well, me and my friends have a Minecraft server. Do you want to hop in with that? It could be. It's. I think it's the funnest game ever made. Uh huh. I would. I would go on your server. I just don't want to buy it again. Oh, you don't have it on... Um, I don't have it on my Mac. I have it on my Switch. Right. Oh, right. You don't have a computer that's like... I mean, even if I were playing on Mac, I could play with you guys, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um. This is a good time to take a break. We're at like 35 minutes. So we're going to take a break. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. This went fast. I'm noticing that. That we talk a lot about the movies, and then we've almost completely decimated the first half of the episode. But anyway, we'll we'll take a quick break. Thanks, some sponsors. Uh, we'll be right back. All right, uh, we're back. Um, George, uh, how are you doing? I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Since I heard the news, I'm doing real good. All right. 
Well, for the sake of what I'm plugging right now, can you just say you're not doing so hot? Oh, I'm not doing so hot. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I think you could you could use. I think what we could all use, both you and me, here at the show, because we love doing this show. There's no doubt about it. But you know, we could use some money, right? Some extra yeah. cash on the side. Uh, you know, we're both in school. We're both trying to keep the lights on. Um, if only there was a way for people to help us out with that, right? Well, if only. Yeah, if only. But apparently there is. I I looked into this. If you go on to anchor.fm slash kidmeekle, that's two eyes, slash support, uh, you'll be brought to this page where it offers you uh, the ability to become a supporter of, the, of It's the Kid Michael Show. Uh, the way it works is uh, you put your name, email, and your card number, and you pick uh, of you pick from three tiers of support. There's 99 cents per month, 4.99 per month, and 9.99 per month. Folks... Times are tough. Uh, I could only ever ask you to, to if you can even do this, do 99 cents a month. Uh, but, you know, uh, if you are in a position to help the show, please visit the link and uh, become a become a supporter. That's anchor.fm slash K-I-D-M-I-I-C-H-A-E-L slash support. That's anchor.fm slash K-I-D-M-I-I-C-H-A-E-L slash support. Uh, yeah. Um, how are you doing though? Oh, like really? <laughs> yeah, the ad's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm doing real good, dude. I'm doing really good. Uh, yeah, we're kind of. This is kind of an, a little bit of an off the rails, off the books segment because I'm out of notes. But uh, and we don't have a we don't have an article this week or anything. So um. What's going on in, uh, in Buffalo, I guess? Uh, not much. It's, it's been raining for a week straight. Every mm-hmm. day it's been this, like, mega storm of a uh, rainy day. Uh-huh. Um, which it only makes sense because, like, um, if it rain, like, it rains a lot here during, like, the the wet seasons. And during the winter it snows, like, feet. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty used to it, but, like, it, it's nice getting rain. I love rain a lot. You like thunder? I'm afraid of thunder. I love thunder. I love love thunder. I, I'm I'm scared of a lot of noises, and I, uh, I I love thunder. Mm. Something I, therapeutic about it. I just remembered I have one more note that we can go over this week uh, because okay. you're not really an MCU Marvel guy uh, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but you are a Spider-Man guy. Yeah. Uh, have you heard the Spider-Man news? No. What? All right. So. George, I'm going to take you back to uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Did you see it? Yeah. Andrew Garfield one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a bad movie. We agree there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad movie. What do you feel like was one of the worst parts of that movie? It's bad. I actually liked... Uh, what's that dude's name? The the guy who played Electro? Jamie Foxx? I like Jamie Foxx well, like, acting and role. Well, then you're having the opposite reaction to this news that I have, which is that Jamie Foxx is going to play Electro in the third MCU Spider-Man. Did you want me to be like, that's bad? I thought it's dumb. He was the wor- one of the worst parts of that movie. If straight up, he just pretends nothing ever happened. I have a feeling that it's not the same version of the character. Like They're not going to be like, oh, Electro just came out from an alternate universe. I think it's just like they're going to the actor recognition. My theory... My conspiracy theory is that uh, Sony and Marvel really want to do the Sinister Six, you know, like a team of six Spider-Man villains, 
and they don't want to take the time to introduce six villains. So they already have like what Mysterio, Scorpion, uh, Vulture, uh, I guess Shocker. Wait, I thought they were hinting at that with the one of one of these movies. Yeah, but my 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 point is they have like at least two more that they haven't introduced yet, and they probably figured. Uh, people will recognize Jamie Foxx's Electro from the previous series and be like, oh, I know who this is, and so we don't have to introduce him again. We can just skip forward. That's my theory, that they're going to bring back Jamie Foxx Electro and just be like, yeah, Electro also fought Spider-Man off-screen in this world, too. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do that. They're not going to give him the full character he deserves. Yeah. Uh, they're just going to be like, he is Electro. I'm, I'm sure Jamie Foxx could be a good Electro. I just think he was horrible in Spider Amazing Spider-Man 2. Just be, his whole shtick was that he was upset that no one wished him ha- like people forgot it was his birthday, right? Wasn't that his whole thing? Yeah, that was his shtick. That was the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> I mean, even even in that movie, Paul Giamatti as Rhino was cartoony, but it was like it was cool. It I was, like Paul yeah. Giamatti as 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 a. Uh... He's such a I, great actor. That was my first thought, actually, is when, when they were like, uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be Electro again. I'm like, can Paul Giamatti come back as Rhino? Cause I, because Rhino is a stupid character, so it works. Yeah, you have to be campy. Mm-hmm. I, I like that they're, they're actually going with that angle, being really campy with Spider-Man. Because if they play it straight up, it's going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, the original trilogy of Spider-Man movies were getting a little stupid. Like, um, I thought they were getting, like, too ridiculous, really. Like, it was getting so stupidly silly uh, that I kind of, like, lost... It lost me, you know? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I don't hate Spider-Man 3 the way most people do. Um, Wait, I loved I loved Spider-Man. I hope that was in the condemnation of Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is one of the best movies ever made. You think so? I know so. All right, shit. Uh, apparently, you're one of the few people who know that. Um, but, uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, Jamie Foxx, not, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I'm not super excited because I didn't like his previous Electro. Um, I'm ready for some, for some, uh, Green Goblin to come back. Oh, yeah. I know they're not, they don't want to do it. It's like, separate themselves from, uh. Like that yeah, they have this, this weird philosophy like that you see specifically with Spider-Man because it's been rebooted so many times where it's like every time to... you reboot something, you have to take away something that was an integral part of the previous version. Yeah. And it just makes it less and less like the source material. Like there's nothing wrong with the that original... Uh-huh. Like... Do you remember in Amazing Spider-Man how the, the fucking loop-de-loops that Uncle Ben went through to say with great power comes great responsibility without just saying it? Which is so dumb, because that's in the yeah. comic. It's like, you, you can repeat it. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to be like, hey. <laughs> that was in the other movie. But... Um, even if it was, by the way, in the other movie, uh, these are Spider-Man movies. That's yeah. okay. Like, obviously, some things are going to still be there, like Spider-Man himself. Yeah. Oh, my God. this That was that was actually probably the worst part of Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2, was the Green Goblin their implementation I actually like that actor a lot I'm like that movie I, I feel killed his fucking career did it really what have you seen him in since then he was in like he was an up and coming actor he was in um uh like this like who played Green Goblin in that movie it's like cool like not superhero he was like a super villain type of like origin story movie um I forgot what it's called but it's like a bunch of kids come into power by accident Chronicle gets Chronicle uh um, Dennis DeHaan 
And it's the hand. That's his name? Dennis D-E-H-A-A-N. I feel like a jerk for making fun of that, but like that's that's kind of a silly name. Yeah. White silly names are okay to make fun of. Yeah. Let's see was, what he's been in. That was heavy handed, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh he was he played the he played Billy the Kid in a movie The Kid in twenty nineteen. Well, let's see what else he's been in. I could definitely see him as Billy the Kid. I miss westerns. He was in dude. True Blood. You miss westerns? How old are you? Pretty cool. My dad. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, me like you, when were you alive when westerns were a thing? You know what I mean? No, I, I miss that era of yeah. like, uh, of Hollywood. I think it's just what M- what Marvel movies are is like our westerns. Oh no, there they was, are. There was like the westerns. There was the the uh, what do you call it? the fucking film noir? Um, then you had the Universal Monster era. And now you got, like, you got Marvel movies. Um, not my favorite phase of Hollywood. Uh, About the Marvel? Yeah. I, I like Marvel. I'm just so sick of it. Like. I told you it was going to happen. It's I, weird. Like, I'm sick of it, back. and I'm also, I also miss the fact that they, like, like, that someone hasn't come out in so long. It's a weird, I have a weird codependent relationship. Uh. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready for, like, movies not only to, maybe not as much, maybe it's not that I want them to stop making Marvel movies, I just want other movies to stop trying to emulate it. Yeah, I'm tired of, like, every, like, everybody trying to be, um, uh, an extended universe. We yeah. Make a good movie, dude. I haven't seen. I'm so like starved of good movies, and the only thing I have is like A24, who like um, I don't think their movies are like that amazing. Like I, there's a formula, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of sick of it with A24 movies. Uh, though they are definitely more ballsy than like your average movie. Mm-hmm. I I think they're pretty like um, I don't know. They're getting they're, to become they're, their they're own formula. To, yeah, they're definitely a formula. Like the the themes, the shock factor stuff, the everything really. It's getting kind of repetitive. Like I could go into an A twenty four movie and know that I'm gonna be like in some way like kind of like disgusted and mm-hmm. like felt uncomfortable, which is kind of what you go for an A twenty four movie. But um, a few of uh, like The Witch and Lighthouse are their own independent movies. Mm-hmm. But like maybe like mm-hmm. Midsummer, I think Midsummer was actually kind of a bad movie. You thought so? Yeah, I I was pretty bored throughout all of Midsummer. Did I tell you I have a professor who said women aren't afraid of, of Midsummer, but men are? He just made that blanket statement that women don't get scared by Midsummer. It, it wasn't a horror movie. I was never scared. I was just uncomfortable. And I totally get what she's going for. Like, I, I totally understand what she means. When this she is a male that. professor. Or he. Uh, I understand what he means when he says that because it's it's just like it's really visceral if you're a dude, um, and you're like, I don't know, it, it's um, I totally understand what they mean. Still a pretty blanket statement, I thought. It is it is pretty blanket, but there's definitely like uh, movies that are targeted to like a specific gender. Mm. Like you ever see Eraserhead? No, I think we talked about this. That that movie specifically about like being scared shitless that you got your girlfriend pregnant. Like that—that's the whole thing. This other movie. It's like, holy shit! I got her pregnant, and that's it. 
That's like the whole theme. Mm. Uh, even the baby turns into like a monster. Yeah. Uh, was I talking to you that were uh, about the Eric Andre thing? Uh, where like the this little this like monster puppet comes out in the middle of an Eric Andre skit, and he goes, "Hey, it's me, the baby from Eraserhead. Stop asking me about that movie. It was forty years ago." <laughs> and it's like this grotesque puppet. I don't know if it looks anything like what it looks in the movie, but uh, it gets pretty. F- it's it's pretty fucking gross in the movie. Yeah, that's probably why I've steered clear of that movie is that I'm, I don't like being disturbed by movies. It'll, it'll make you feel weird. Um. Yeah. Uh, anything yeah. you're excited for coming up, movie-wise? Well, I mean, we talked about Dune to death. The Bond movie. The Bond movie. I love Bond movies. What is that? What was uh, No Bond? Time to Die? I know oh, what yeah, the no fuck it to... is. I mean, <laughs> all right. Um, No Time to Die. Uh, the I, I I'm always excited for the process of a Bond movie coming out. Mm-hmm. All that like uh, they they do merchandising like nobody else. Their merchandising yeah. is beyond cool. I think like, they'll I, have merchandising. Yeah. I think James Bond is in a weird. We'll finish your thought about merchandising. Um, they sell like cool watches instead of uh-huh. like sound like um shitty like t-shirts or whatever. I've never I I didn't know that. I've never really followed the marketing. They like they just co-brand with like like luxury brands. Mm-hmm. To do like a, a thing, like, like a bit, like they they um they have like James Bond themed, but it's not even because like um it's like spy themed or anything silly like that. It's, it's just stylish, like, just stylish, something James Bond would wear. I was gonna say I feel like um the the series is like really like it almost feels like they're panicking because Daniel Craig has been slowly leaving the series, and they just don't know where to go from here. If anybody can, like, if any movie series in the world can, like, um, forget an actor and continue it's to do a new Bond. series, it's Bond. Which is why, which makes it that much weirder that they've, because he's not even really that memorable a Bond in the grand scheme of things, like, compared to the other Bonds. He's not, like, the James Bond. Yeah. He's just a James Bond. He's mm-hmm. just borrowing that title. But it just feels like, like, they've been, like, so desperate to keep him on these movies and but I actually think it it re excites the excitement in the genre when you get like um I, I think it's true, but I also think it makes no time to die feel like a lame duck. Already it feels like a lame duck. Yeah. Wow. To me anyway, it's like I I already know he's on his way out. I don't know. That's maybe that's dumb of me to think that. Because that that Bond series has suffered from like having amazing movies and then having horrible movies. I think Okay, so I really like Casino Royale. I like Skyfall. Uh, and then I don't remember if I liked Quantum of Solace that much. But, like, beyond those three... Well, it, actually, there was only one after that, right? Yeah. After Skyfall. Yeah, that one was not real. It was so forgettable. What was it? Oh, what, was what was it called? It was, Spectre? It took place in Mexico. Yeah. Had a Mexican and it had, film, like, though. the James Bond villain. It had Blofeld. Yeah. And it was so forgettable. They they have really huge problems with that this series where they'll like the, with the villains, not with the villains even. It's it's like um the directors the the, the direction the movie's taking can go so badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was I just thought they did Blofeld so forgettably, and the, the, I don't remember anything about the plot of that movie. Though to be fair, I don't really remember anything about the plot of Skyfall either. I mean, Skyfall was. 
unequivocally good. Yeah. I think the best one with Daniel Craig, though, was Casino Royale. Casino Royale was just a masterpiece, dude. Casino Royale was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's based on the first Bond novel. Yeah, it is. Um, the time... I'm, I'm that, That's one thing I like about James Bond, is that they don't give a shit about the timeline. Is that they're yeah. clearly like, dude, the point of this movie is not... The series is not continuity. It's just a guy that does things. And I, it opens itself up and lends itself really well to these cool theories that, like... Um... James Bond isn't even like a a single person. It's like a, an idea. Yeah, but I don't even like to think about it that way. I just like the yeah. I, I just like the idea that uh, who gives a fuck? Like, it's like how people used to tell tall tales about like characters, and they would just be like, one time he did this, and one time he did that, and you never were like, well, what's what, what, what's the timeline here? When you heard like the next story about them, like there's no Family Guy timeline. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like. Family Guy episodes happen in isolation of each other. This is such a dumb comparison. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? It's yeah. like it's like there's things happen in a vacuum and that's like people are afraid of doing that with movie series, but James Bond isn't. I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Except I would argue with these more recent films where they're a little more it's grounded in reality. Yeah, they want to have a bit of a timeline. What Mad Max is the perfect example of a series that has no timeline because the first Mad Max is not even a post-apocalypse movie. Yeah, it's not. It's it, it's it is technically, but it it's just a cop movie. Yeah. There's there's no rhyme or reason to like the order in which things happen in the Mad Max franchise. Uh, to the point where you honestly like the only logical thing to the only way to think about it is that um is that they're just like like their own it's like an anthology almost like they don't happen in the same like Max is almost like a legend yeah um they're making a Furiosa movie I forgot about that that's cool I like yeah. Furiosa she was ba- the, the, Fury Road was the Furiosa movie basically like Mad Max was a side character in that movie I guess it'll just be like her lore. Yeah, it's gonna be an origin story. I heard Charlize Theron was a little upset that they cast someone else. I would be too. That, yeah, that's but like... it's supposed to be her, but young. I think that's the point of why they cast someone else. But it, it is still like that's saying even more to me than if anything. The most baffling um, thing for me about Fury Road is that they never made merchandise for it. Well, like eventually they made pop figures, but they never made like a figure line or anything like that. It was just like they. I don't. I don't know why it is. Like apparently, um, George Miller is that the guy who does Mad yeah. Max? Is super stingy with um, like toy companies. It's just weird to me that, the, that this is such a, a movie that you can make so much shit from, and they haven't. Um, is he doing another Mad Max too, or is it just this new Furiosa? Mm, I don't know. I. I. Even if he makes another one, I don't think it'll be up to the same quality because he story storyboarded this movie for like ever, dude. I heard his wife had a lot to do with this movie. That he he uh, he told her he wanted a bit of a feminine, um, like edge to this movie. Like he he like he didn't want it to feel like a guy. Like because it is it stars a woman, so he wanted it to have uh, a hint of femininity, and I think she really brought that to the movie. You can like see it. Yeah. Um, that is one of two perfect movies I would ever or what I would ever say is a perfect movie 
Yeah, it definitely is perfect. I'm not yeah. going to lie. That and Who Framed Roger Rabbit are the two perfect movies in my eyes. There's probably more. Um, but those are the ones that come to mind. God, I wish we had a. I wish we had an article this week. You gotta get on that, George. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Uh, who is? All right. Uh, sorry, I just got a phone call. I was a little thrown off. How are we doing time wise? Um. What else is in the news these days? We gotta be. There's gotta be something we could talk about. My God. Wait, on the news, uh, Melania Trump just like. Um, one of her conversations got leaked. Oh, right. And she was like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Uh, I thought they would be worse, though, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping she'd say something, like, way more fucked up. Yeah. Um, I, is that legal to do that to the first lady to record your conversations? I don't know. But it's leaked for a reason. It means nobody else was like, um... Uh, it means nobody's like they're not whoever did it is not gonna be like come out and say that they did it. No, I think I think she did come out and say that she was. Oh, then straight up, I don't know. She'll be facing legal repercussion. Mm-hmm. I hope she doesn't because that shit was yeah. oh, dope. I hate to end this randomly, but I'm getting a kind of a a thing I have to attend to from my job, so I think we have to cut it here. Right. Um, but we didn't really have that much to talk about this week, so I don't really feel too bad about that. Uh, but uh, we're gonna have some guests soon. Um, got the Halloween special coming up, so look forward to that. Uh, so anyway, thank you guys all for watching. This has been It's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael. My co-host has been George Pacheco. You can follow the show. Uh, I'm getting good at this. You can follow the show on Instagram at It's Kid Michael or on Twitter at It's Kid Michael. Um, the theme song is written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal, and this episode is edited by Aristides Panagas. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.